Huddling up with Upper Cumberland coaches and players. The Cookville Lady Cavaliers sweep the regular season series against White County. The Clay County Bulldogs notch their 16th straight win versus Pickett County. And a wild finish in Clark Range as the Monterey Wildcats beat the Buffaloes. From UCSportsNation.com, this is the High School Playbook. The Upper Cumberland's place to shop prep sports. Built by Mountain Barn Builders. Quality products, a high level of workmanship. Mountain Barn Builders, storage buildings, animal shelters, gazebos. Visit Highway 127 between Jamestown and Clark Range. The month of January is here. High school basketball turns its attention to district play. Good morning from Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive in Cookville. The high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Tom Duggan back at the house and uh, good to be back here at Chick-fil-A this morning talking high school basketball. A lot of great games on Friday night. A lot of guests to join us this morning. Let's start out with the UC Sports Nation scoreboard. Girls high school basketball last night saw Cookville sweep their regular season series over White County 72-58. Cassie Gallagher with 23 points in the victory for the Lady Cavaliers. Livingston Academy, huge win on the road at Cumberland County, 50-24. to Coach Leslie Riddle gets her 650th career coaching win as Ellie Butler scores 16 points in the victory. Clay County, a win at Pickett County last night in District 7-1A, 63-60 the final score. Hallie Buford with 17 points. Abby Head added 12. Upperman over Stone Memorial on the night where the court was dedicated and named after Coach Dana McWilliams. Upperman 59, Stone Memorial 30. Gracie Butler scored a career-high 19 points for the Lady Bees. Abigail Johnson tossed in 16. York Institute 59, Sequatchie County 7. And no, that's not a football score. Lady Dragons get it done last night as Reese Beatty scores 15 points. York Institute 15-2 overall on the season. Clark Range no problem with Monterey 87-48 as the Lady Buffaloes now have won eight in a row. Lindsey Wright scored 15 for Monterey in the loss up at Clark Range. DeKalb County over Macon County, 54-39 as Ella Van Vranken and Dare Collins score 14 points apiece. Jackson County gets a victory in district play in their district opener. As a matter of fact, 58-27 over Bledsoe County. On the boys' side, Clay County continues their dominance of Pickett County in District 7-1A. Clay County gets their 16th consecutive win over the Bobcats, 61-53. Keaton Arms and Alec Kerr, 12 points apiece in the win for Clay County. White County over Cookville, 66-57. Josh Hurd tallied 19 points in the loss for the Cavaliers. Livingston Academy over Cumberland County, 53-45. As Livingston improves now to 15-0 overall on the season, the Wildcats get 18 points from White Hargis in the win. Stone Memorial over Opperman, 64-41. Braden Roberts with nine points in the loss for Upperman. Stone Memorial now 14-2 on the season. Monterey in a game that was called right at the beginning of the fourth quarter. Downs Clark Range, 65-37. Trey Monet had 43 points in that game. Through three periods, we'll talk to head coach Linus Martin later in the program via telephone. DeKalb County over Macon County, 69-48. to As Stetson Agee and Connor Close at 17 points apiece. Jackson County over Bledsoe County, 64-37. to And York Institute, they continue to be hot of late, improving to 10-7. and Dragon 74, Bledsoe County, 37. Right now, let's turn our thoughts back to the Upperman Bees. Head coach Bobby McWilliams joining us here at Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive. Some of his players will join us here in just a moment. Coach, good to have you on the program. And uh, I know not quite the uh, the result you would have liked to have last night, but uh, what uh, what happened in the game against Stone Memorial? 
uh, well, we you know came came out to start, and um, I, I thought we were we were pretty settled um, as the game kind of progressed. Um, you know, they they um, they kind of turned up the tempo a little bit, and um, we did not respond. So, uh, but uh, you know, it's um, it's it's the first game, and it was a, it was an exciting, uh, energetic atmosphere for our kids. And I got a lot of inexperienced kids out there, and that, that may have gotten the best of us a little bit. But uh, you know, give Stone a lot of credit. That, that's a, they're a really good team. They uh, got a lot of experience. They can all dribble, pass, and shoot it. So, uh, you know, it just wasn't our best effort for sure. But um, you know, they probably had a lot to do with that. Coach, were you pleased with your defensive effort? Your team has played exceptionally well defensively, and that's a stone team, as you mentioned. They can score the basketball. They they uh, they can, and you know, I just felt like, um, and for us, um, you know, I apologize to my kids. I felt like that, um, I, you know, one of the very few times in my coaching career, I felt like I did not um, I did not have us where we needed to be uh, on either end of the floor. So. Uh, you know, hopefully we're going to have to clean some of that up before Tuesday. Um, you know, for sure, um, we've we've been doing a pretty good job as of late, and um, just I, I felt like last night was not, um, you know, not a a, a true uh, picture of who we are and, and who we've been. So uh, we, we've got to clean some stuff up before Tuesday. Certainly, a basketball season—it's a marathon, it's not a sprint—and you get better as the season goes along. Coach, some things that you still feel like need to get a little bit better for your Upperman team. Well, we're trying to figure out who we are uh, as a team. Which you know, both offensively and defensively. Defensively, to me, is a little easier to identify. You know, offensively for us, we're still trying to figure it out. Um, we've got guys that uh, whose roles have changed in the past three weeks. You know, since AJ went down, and um, you know, we're still adjusting to that and trying to figure out you know where it needs to go, when it needs to go, and um, hopefully we'll do that. We've been working on it, and it's getting better. Um, you know, just we, we got a little time here to get it done. Hopefully, the next two or three weeks we'll start seeing a big change. What, what's been some of the biggest adjustments you've had to make without AJ in the lineup? Well, you know, a lot of our set stuff was was you know was he was an important piece of that, and so we've had to go, you know change that a little bit. Um, you know, and without disturbing too much, we've uh, plugged Branson into the point guard spot, and he's done a great job with that. Um, you know, and basically with zero experience, mm-hmm. uh, really and truly, he's never played that position in his entire life, and so that's that's not that's not the easiest position. Matter of fact, it's probably the hardest position to do that. And uh, so he's really done a good job with that, with uh, the limited uh, time he's been there. But, uh, you know, for us, it's just trying to move guys around, and they're going to have to take on a little bit more ownership of, of who they are and what they can do. We've uh, we've had some guys, you know, that have had the ability to uh, put up a lot of points every night and who've, who've not really been comfortable doing that, not felt like they needed to, but now they're going to have to for us to have success. So we're trying to get them locked into that mode of, of being a little bit more aggressive and and trusting who they are as uh, as players. Let's talk to some of the players that have joined us as we've been speaking with Upperman head basketball coach Bobby McWilliams. We'll start out with A.J. Nash, who uh, battling that foot injury. And, uh, A.J., with it being your senior season, I know it's got to be tough to, to be watching from the sideline. What have you been trying to do since you've been unable to actually get out on the court and, and play for your team? I've been trying to help my teammates, coach them up, be a leader for them, even though I'm not out there on the court for them. How difficult is it, though, to sit on the sidelines? And you probably see a lot of things that you would be like, oh, you should have done this or he should have done that. How tough is that for you? Oh, it's it's very hard to sit over there with it being my last year here. As, as far as your rehab process goes, talk about some of the things that you've been doing, and is there a chance we might see you back on the basketball court this year? Uh, I've been trying to keep my cardio up, watching what I eat so I don't gain too much weight. And then motion with my little foot. And then 
pasta tournament time, yeah. It's been hard to watch what you eat through the holidays. I know it, it's hard for me to watch what I – well, most of the time for me, but <laughs> has that been a little tough for you? Sometimes, sometimes. What's it like this being your senior year? And I know things haven't so far gone as planned, but but what's it been like for you being an Upperman B for these last four years? It's been amazing. My first two years were a special memory that I'll always keep, and then I want this one to be just as special. What's, what's special about this team, the guys on this basketball team? What makes them special? The way we all just bond together off the court. We're all big friends going out to do stuff together. What are some things you do away from basketball? I know some of you guys play multiple sports, so when you're not playing sports, what do you like to do? Well, for the boys that play football, always go to support them at their games and then go to each other's houses, hang out with them. Just, just have fun and just hang out. Good camaraderie. Yes. What do you feel like this team can accomplish before the season's over? I feel they could go all the way to the state, do what we're supposed to do, get the job done. All right. A.J., we hope to see you back on the basketball court very soon, and uh, we'll get back out there. And uh, congratulations on your career so far, and good luck going down the road. Thank you. All right, let's go to Jackson Bush. And, uh, Jackson, you're one of those uh, that play multiple sports, I know. And uh, what do you do when you're not playing sports? Do you have any other hobbies? <laughs> I mean, not really. <laughs> sports is life, right? Yeah, I don't really have much time on my hands. How much has A.J. Nash missed on the court? A lot. I mean, he's one of those shooters that just – he always hits a shot when you need it. One thing I noticed about this team is defense. How much pride do you all take in being a good defensive team? A lot. We practice it every day in practice, defensive drills, and we just go hard on defense. Do you embrace a leadership role on this team? I'm trying, yeah. Are you more of a, Are you more of that vocal type leader or more of that leader by example? Probably by example. So just follow me. and it, it, Is it – hard for you sometimes when you need to maybe coach up a younger player on the court i mean not really we're pretty close as a team everyone upperman basketball's got such a long tradition i mean a long successful tradition what's that mean to you and to be part of that i mean it's awesome this season it, so far i know it's it's been a little up and down you've had injuries of course to deal with but what do you think this team is capable of doing this I year? i mean i just want to go to the state tournament i think we need to just take it step by step and we can make it all right what do you think the biggest step you need to take is to get to state this year win the district and then the region and then go to sub-state and then who's upperman's so biggest basketball rival probably <laughs> livingston all right Stone. Okay, all right. A couple of good teams in there certainly this year, and we appreciate you, Jackson, for joining us this morning. Hayden Petty is going to also join us, and uh, Hayden, I'll ask that uh, kind of same question there. What uh, What's the biggest thing you lose with not having A.J. Nash out on the court? You know, he's our he's our best shooter. You know, he like Jackson said, he always hits a shot. He's very consistent. Um, he spaces the floor. He's, he's great for our offense, and we do miss him very much. What are some of the things that you guys are doing to try to compensate for his loss on the court? You know, uh, a lot of people are having to step up. Um, me, Jackson, Braden, you know, there's a lot of kids having to step up right now, and uh, we're all just trying to, you know, fill those shoes to A.J. Nash. What makes this team special on the court? I mean, is there a good communication, a good camaraderie? You, you all move the ball exceptionally well. That's one thing I also wanted to point out. Mm-hmm. What is that like on the court? Well, like they said, you know, we have a really good chemistry. You know, uh, we all bond together really well, and uh, we don't hesitate to share the ball. Um, we don't – it doesn't matter who goes off one night. Hayden, what's been the biggest thing you've seen improve in your game since going back to your freshman year? What's the thing that's really stood out to you? Probably my jump shot. Uh, that's a big one. Um, 
Yeah. What's your favorite play to make on the court? Is it a big bucket? Is it a big defensive stop? What would that be? Dunk. <laughs> You'd like to get the crowd fired. They always get fired up, right? Oh, yeah. And uh, build that momentum up. If you get a big dunk on the other team comes down and say hits a three, does that deflate it just a little bit? Sorry, I'm sorry. What? I said when you have a dunk and maybe the other team goes down and hits a three, does that kind of deflate the, the momentum, the feeling a little bit? Mm, yeah. Yeah, it does. <laughs> All right. What would you like to accomplish before the season's over? I, I want to I, I go to the state tournament. That's right. the big goal. Okay. Anything personally you'd like to accomplish before the season's over? Not really. Um, my, my big goal is for us to, you know, go to sub-state, go back to the borough. Have another trip together. All right. Well, I hope you guys make it. Wish you all the best of luck. A.J. Nash, Hayden Petty, Jackson Bush all joining us this morning. Thank you, guys. Coach, we'll come back to you for a, uh, for a moment. And uh, I love this team, Coach, what I've got to see of it. I mentioned the, the camaraderie. You can see it on the court. I've seen, you know, they go out, they move the ball well, they defend well. It just seems like a special chemistry and bond with this team. It is. It's 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 about all you can ask for. The, the older guys take care of the younger guys. And, you know, when you have that, you you got a chance to be to do something special, and uh, they're they're no different as you hear them all talk about you know what what's going on. Their main focus is our team. So, right. uh, as a coach, that's just all you can ask for. You head over to Crossfield to take on Cumberland County on Tuesday night. What do you want to see from your team? Well, we better be we better play a little bit better than we played last night for sure. But uh, you know, I, I just think we've got to see improvement. You know, uh, on both ends, and we've done that. You know, literally uh, every game, even especially since AJ's been out, I feel like we we're doing things a little bit better. Um, you know, we're going to have to uh, take a little bit better care of the ball. Um, you know, last night. Uh, we turned the ball over several times without any pressure on us, just unforced turnovers and uh, missing pe- people when they were open. And defensively, I thought last night we were we were out of sync bad, um, you know, and that's that's 100% my fault. The kids were playing hard and they were that um, they were ready to go. I, I just didn't do a good job of getting them ready for last night. I feel like. Coach, thanks for coming out this morning. Good luck against Cumberland and moving forward. Thank you. Appreciate you having us on. Upperman B's head basketball coach Bobby McWilliams joining us along with members of his basketball team here on the high school playbook. We'll come back. We'll talk some DeKalb County girls basketball and much more. Cumberland County will join us live at Chick-fil-A at the bottom of the hour. This is the high school playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Where the coaches hold their pre- and post-game meetings. The Mountain Barn Builders High School Playbook. The DeKalb County Lady Tigers went on the road last night up to LaFayette to take on Macon County. DeKalb County comes away with a 54-39 victory, their second road win of the season in district play. Ella Van Branken and Dare Collins with 14 points apiece. DeKalb County head basketball coach Brandy Alley joining us on the high school playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, you've been around this district a while, around these teams as an assistant coach, now in your first year's head coach there at DeKalb County. How tough is it to win on the road in this district, and uh, how good is it to have two road wins in district at this point? Both of our wins have been road games, so I'm trying to ensure that our girls know how important it is to be prepared stepping off that bus. The game starts the morning of the game. Just what can we play with our heads? How is our mentality going to be right? What can we ensure? And so just kind of pushing that into the girls, um, coming off of a two-hour bus drive, well, I think it's an hour and 30 minutes from DeKalb County, um, to Bacon County last night. That was a little bit of a rough start. But our girls 
came back in the second half, got going, and they realized how important it was to start off strong. So it feels good to be to have two wins on this, in this district, but we also got two losses, so we're constantly fighting to get better. Coach, how tough is it really to teach that mindset and get the girls to buy into it when you are on that hour-and-a-half bus ride to keep them mentally focused and prepared? It is very difficult. Um, you're dealing with a bunch of teenagers who've got a lot of stuff going on, and just that long of a bus ride gets you tight, moving around. Um, our girls are pretty competitive, so when it comes down to it, they're going to pull out their habits of, hey, let's compete tonight. So, Right. Coach, you talked about the game, and let's get back to it last night at Macon County, a 54-39 victory for DeKalb County. You mentioned a slow start in the basketball game. What, what really kind of contributed to that start? I think a lot of just having a player like Tess Barton, who's been um, a big point on our team being out, that slowed us down mentally of trying to figure out what we do next. Um, coming off a long bus ride and just getting a slow mentality of we've had three games this week. So we still got one more today. And so we just kind of got to the game a little bit later than we normally do. And girls that have the extra 15 minutes to warm up and just kind of gave us a pushback. But after about the first quarter, our kids started getting back into the rhythm and everything started going better from there. What changed for you in the second half? Maybe some adjustments you were able to make, or, or maybe it was just the case of the team sort of shook off the funk a little bit and, and, and kind of got themselves going in that second half? It was both. It, we definitely had some adjustments to make. Um, like I mentioned with Tess being out, our defense changed up a little bit and so did our offense. And then kind of um, had some moments where we had some key players step up. So Derek Collins hit some big shots for us and got some momentum going. And our senior, Maddie Martin, she came in and made some really good post moves and kind of got the energy flowing. So when you have one or two that just come in and, all right, this is a new game, the rest pick up their game to match that level. We're speaking with the Cap County Lady Tiger head basketball coach Brandy Alley on the high school playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. The Cap County gets their second road win in district play on the season, going to Lafayette and beating Macon County on Friday night, 54-39. As you mentioned, Dare Collins, a big night. Ella Van Brank and those two with 14 points apiece in the victory. Coach, you mentioned some injuries with Tess Barton. You've got a couple of players uh, with some bumps and bruises. What are the status of those players? Well, we've got Katie Griffiths, who's out with a shoulder, and she's kind of a day-by-day situation. We're hoping to see her back on the court within the next week or so. Um, And Tess Barton went out with an ankle, and it's been early in the recovery process. So we will see. um, No, we don't have a planned return date for her yet. But we were able to get Ella Hendrickson back, who gave us some key minutes last night, um, who had an ankle injury early in the season, and she came back over Christmas break. Coach, you get back on that bus again today. It's not quite as long a ride as you'll travel over to neighboring Warren County to take on the Lady Pioneers. Second time this year you will have seen Warren County. But this is a stretch of four consecutive road games. And as you mentioned, you had two road games already this week. Do you feel like it's going to be a tough atmosphere and maybe tough for your team to kind of get going again today? Well, we've had four road games in um, the last regular season, and all of our Christmas tournaments have been away. 
So I think our girls are kind of used to the away atmosphere right now more than they are their home games. But I got to mention last night that, you know, Warren County's going to be loud and everybody goes out and supports them, but every game we've had in season has been a loud game. Macon County last night had their band. Their crowd has bought into it. Of course, the last game, Cannon County, always going to be a loud game. So I think our girls are prepared for the external. We've just got to make sure our internal team is right. The DeKalb County Lady Tigers again at Warren County today. Tip-off of that girls' action starts at uh, 3 p.m. from Warren County High School. Lady Tigers off to a 9-7 start as we're on into the month of January. Head coach Brandy Alley, our guest on the high school playbook. Coach, thanks for the time today. Congrats on a good win last night. Good luck later today at Warren County. Thank you. A wild atmosphere in Clark Range last night as the Monterey Wildcats traveled up to take on the Clark Range Buffaloes. The game ended up being called just as the fourth period was getting underway. Monterey wins the basketball game 65-37 to as the Wildcats improved to 14-8. and Trey Monet, 43 points in the win. Monet recently set a school record with 62 points in a victory in a uh, tournament game up in Kentucky. Coach Linus Martin joining us on the high school playbook. Uh, Coach, what went down at the start of the fourth period last night? Uh, Very physical game, very uh, chippy game, a lot of emotions between the two teams, kind of. It's just uh, a... Telling somebody earlier, I've been at DeKalb and we've played Cannon and I've been at Smith and we've played Gordonsville. Those are rivalry games and Clark Range is no different. It might be amped up a little bit more than some of those, I mean, between the two communities and stuff. So there's a lot of uh, emotions between the two towns and uh, it's a great basketball towns with Clark Range and stuff. They have a great tradition over there. Great, great coaches, great players, great team. And, uh, we just got off to a good start last night, uh, got going, made some shots. Uh, a lot of fouls were called, uh, started to control, you know, the game because it was getting a little emotional, you know, things like that. Uh, got off to a good lead. I think we went up, I want to say, 40 to 23 at half. Had built a lead and uh, had attacked the rim. That's one thing we tried to do a little bit better is attack the rim and get to the free throw line. And I thought we did a great job of that. And officials were calling it. And, you know, if they don't, they don't. And if they do, we try to take advantage of that. And uh, we had an even better third quarter. I think we've got up, I want to say it was about 28 going into the fourth. And again, we had played extremely well. Uh, the motions had gotten better of probably Clark Range a little bit throughout the game. I think they had maybe three to four technicals called on them throughout the game. Uh, had a flagrant foul called. Uh, we were able enough with the atmosphere and the, and the crowd to control ourselves. We we were able to, to not get any and keep our emotions in check and try to play basketball. Very hard environment. Uh, Clark Range is very young, very scrappy. They're very talented. Going to, going to be extremely good. Ba- they're an extremely good basketball team. But their record's very deceiving. I think they're very, going to be very good down the road. Uh, a lot of young talent there uh, coming down the pike at Clark Range. Uh, then the fourth starts, I think we probably threw it in, or they threw it in, and the officials felt like the game at that point, I felt like they felt like they were – in danger. I don't think it, it went so much as the players, but at the, the 
had gotten threatening to the ref, and we had a you know a veteran reading, uh, ref and crew last night that uh, just you know usually I don't know if they've ever been in that situation asking and talking. Nobody had ever seen anything like it. They asked the gym to clear. Uh, people wouldn't leave the gym. Uh, got that emotional between the crowds or the teams or whatever. I'm not sure. I don't pay attention to a lot of that stuff. I pay attention to what's going on on the floor, trying to keep our kids to do the right thing and play it the right way. You know, sometimes that gets hard. Uh, they ask them again. Nobody's moving. Nobody's budging. I mean, that went on for probably 10 to 15 minutes and finally said, we're going to put five minutes on the clock. Uh, everybody needs to leave. I remember that not even really paying attention. The clock runs out, and next thing you know, and they said, "All right, you know, that's where we had been at, and we're we're leaving it, and the game's over." And that's kind of where we went. We went home. We went to the locker room, got our stuff, left together, and that was it. That's as far as I knew uh, in the game. And you know, we'd love to finish, but they felt like it was in the best interest of them and everybody else involved with the kids and the parents and everything to go ahead and just go on home. And that's what we did. Tough decision, certainly, for the officials to make. But safety is always first, number one, regardless across the board. And I think they did what they felt was in the best interest of everyone involved. We're speaking with Monterey head basketball coach Linus Martin on the high school playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Monterey, a 65-37 win at Clark Range, a game that was called early in the fourth quarter on Friday night. Coach, back-to-back road wins. You get a you get your uh, first district win Thursday night at Bledsoe County. What's your team doing really well right now? And I know Trey Monet has been scoring out of his mind, but uh, your team seems to be playing really well at this point. Uh, they are playing well. I think they're trying to figure things out. I think people were kind of wondering why we were struggling. Well, if you lose one of your best guards, end up having a torn meniscus. I think it was the second game we went to Kentucky. So in that eight-game stretch, we had him for one game. We ended up losing that game, 94-93 in overtime. That uh, We're trying to figure it out. We're trying to play better defense and guard a little bit better. Uh, Trey's getting guarded every way imaginable. So along the lines at the start of the year, it's been something new for me, too, to have a kid that gets guarded like that and trying to figure out ways to help him. And he's talented enough. He's he's helped himself a lot, and we felt like we've tried to help him. His teammates have done a better job, and they're starting to chip in and play a little bit better, and they're buying into to the team basketball aspect because ultimately at the end of the day they want to win. And going to Bledsoe is just like kind of going to Clark Range, man. It's tough environments. Uh, it's hard to win, so anytime you can get out of a road win, uh, and, and, and you have been struggling, you know, those are great wins. When we went to Tampa and, and Kentucky, we couldn't have played eight better teams. And I, and I truly mean that, you know, everybody wants to go to a tournament and try to get a couple wins, and I did too. And we probably didn't know what we were getting into going down there, but the, every eight team that we played was talented. And, and we hope down the road that those games have made us better because we were probably outmatched in Tampa every game but one. I mean, just it wasn't even close. And in Kentucky, they were all comparable. We lost every game close. We were 0-4 and lost by 1, 4, 6, and 8. Uh, so we were in every game. But it, when you lose, it tends to go that route, and uh, you go that way. But going to Bledsoe and winning, I think we got up 17 mid-third. Uh, we're playing great. Then it seemed like the wheels on the bus came off. You know, when a team hits a shot and they hit another shot, and before you know it, they got momentum and they had run it and they had cut it to one going into the third. That's how quick it went. I've never seen anything like that. And I can't 
couldn't call timeouts quick enough to stop the bleeding to leave one timeout in the fourth. And they finally took the lead for the first time in the fourth, and we were able to battle back and got the lead and ended up winning by 12. And I thought, man, to get out of there with a win, and I think they're talented. They played disciplined that night. I've seen them on film not be disciplined, so I felt pretty good. And then to go to Clark Range Friday, you know, last night, and they had it been a dogfight when we played them here at Monterey. They had to lead by about five with about four to go, and we got resilient enough and tough enough to catch them and, and get the lead and win by ten. It was a heck of a turnaround at our place, and I knew how dangerous they were. I knew how tough it was going to be. We're not playing with Brandon. It's a different way to play. Uh, and so they're probably thinking that too. You know, it's probably better for them. And, uh, just kids were tough and resilient. They had to look in their face and kids don't understand that when they come ready to play. They looked ready to play last night. And, and I felt it from the onset. So it's starting to hopefully come around. We need it now, especially with Jackson County around the corner on Tuesday night. Indeed, Jackson County, the first of three consecutive home games, will be uh, Tuesday night, Sequatchie County next Friday, and then York the following Tuesday. Monterey head basketball coach Linus Martin, our guest on the high school playbook. Coach, congrats on two wins in a row in the last two days, and uh, good luck Tuesday against Jackson County. We're going to need it, man. It's going to be a tough one. It's going to be a big one. Thank you, Tom. We'll talk with Clay County Bulldogs head basketball coach Rob Edwards a little later in the program. Up next, however, the Cumberland County Lady Jets. Coach Kim Cram-Torres and members of the basketball team will join us live at Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive in Cookville as the high school playbook continues. This is the High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders, covering high school sports from Jamestown to McMinnville. One of the top games in District 7-3A last night on the girls' side, Livingston Academy in Cumberland County. Livingston Academy comes away with a 50-24 victory over the Lady Jets. Coach Kim Cram-Torres of the Cumberland County Lady Jets with us this morning, along with several players. Coach, it's good to have you with us. Uh, good morning. Thanks for having us. I, I know it's tough to talk uh, the night after or the day after a loss, but a good Livingston Academy team you went up against last night. What happened in the game? Well, I think it's a great Livingston Academy team. Um, they are playing really well. Uh, like I said earlier, I think they are probably by far the most athletic team in our district. I think they are on a mission to uh, to get something done um, big time this year. Um, and it's like I told our girls, you know, if they hadn't experienced one already, that's what we call a good old-fashioned rear-end kicking. So. <laughs> Tough, tough, tough loss for sure. 24 points scored, and to me that screams defense. Did Livingston have a defensive scheme that gave you problems last time? Well, I think, you know, uh, their matchup zone gives uh, just all kinds of problems uh, to people. They're big, they're long, they take away space really well. Um, so it makes it difficult to get any uh, good quality shot. And then you add in, you know, when you don't see the ball go through the hoop a couple times, you start to – mope around about a little bit and, and that can't happen sure it kind of snowballs on you when mm -hmm. that happens sometimes right. Co coach how would you assess your team's play overall up until this point in the season as you get ready for what's going to be a brutal january and february of district games i think we've had a great season um coming into district play i i think that we have played the teams that we needed to play to prepare us for district play um you know here you don't get really get re rewarded for your power of schedule in any right. way um, other than preparing yourself uh, to compete in this tough district. And so we've had some really great wins. We've played really great. 
I don't think the last two nights have been um, our best um, uh, example of that, but but we'll figure it out. As you do move into the meat of the district schedule, what what's one thing maybe you emphasize above all things for the girls to keep in mind as they go out there night in and night out against some really good teams? I think you have to play with a lot of passion. I thought that was missing last night. I thought we hung our heads and, and kind of lost that piece a little bit. But you have to really come in and play with passion and have kind of a chip on your shoulder, um, especially competing against such good teams. Um, you have to always feel like, hey, I want to prove myself Every game, I want to prove myself again, and I want to prove myself again. And I think that's the key to anything. I mean, there's a lot of talent in this district, and it comes down to those people who are like, I want to prove it again. I want to prove it again. Absolutely. We're going to talk to some players, uh, members of the Lady Jets basketball team. Georgia Anderson, we're going to start with you, Georgia. And uh, what do you like best about this basketball team this year? What do you feel like really makes it special? Um, I feel like having the four seniors together, we've grown up together. We've played since probably third or fourth grade, and it feels like this is really our special year to make something happen that we all want really bad and we've been working towards for the past four years. When have you been playing that long together? You're more like family than really friends. Yeah, I would say we're more like family. Definitely fought a lot like family. I was too. about to, that was my next question. Yeah. Do you fight like sisters? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you girls do away from the basketball court? Some hobbies that you may have or things you like to do? Um, honestly, we don't have that much time away from the basketball <laughs> court. We're together pretty much 24 7, but I would say personally, I like to read. That's kind of nerdy, but um, paint. Hey, reading's good for you. Yeah, you know? swimming, just hang out with friends, which is pretty much them. Georgia, if you saw one thing about this basketball team, you feel like maybe you need to do a little bit better to really have a serious run at state, what would it be? Um, definitely get our flow back. I feel like our last few games we haven't been able to find our rhythm like we usually do, so working more offensively and being aggressive would help us make a run towards state. When this team is in its rhythm, when it's flowing, what, what's going well for you? Um, Emery's doing really well, hitting her shots. Me and Abby are getting all of our shots, our energy shots that Coach Johnny calls them. Uh, our bench, Grace and Lexi and Speedo, they all pitch in. Jalen's getting her post moves. So, What do you feel like is the strongest point of your game, and what's something you feel like you still need to work on a little bit? Uh, strongest point, probably rebounding defensively. I can shoot, but... I need to be more aggressive and shoot a lot more, so I definitely need to work on that. All right. Well, we wish you the best of luck moving forward this season. Georgia Anderson, one of our four seniors. Abby, we'll get to you next. And uh, Abby Hunter. And uh, Abby, I'll ask you that same question. What's maybe the one thing that you do well on the court that, that you're confident in, but one thing that you feel like you still need to work on? Um, I think, like Georgia, um, we're kind of, you know, the two energy shooters, like Coach Torres says, that's like our job. But I think I need to work on being more aggressive, too, and um, especially on the defensive end, like taking more chances. I apologize. It's Abby Houston. I said your name <laughs> wrong. I, I can't even read my own writing this morning. That's pretty bad. But uh, uh, what do you like about this basketball team? What really stands out to you? Um, I like that we've all been together. You know, it's you just it's one of those teams that you'll look back on and be like, hey, I remember playing with them when I was in the third, fourth grade. And, you know, some of us went to the same elementary schools, and, it's just special because we've literally grown up together. So, Abby, you know, over the course of that time where you all played together so much, 
What have you learned about each other, both on and off the court? Maybe some things that really stand out. Well, we actually, some of us went to different elementary schools, so we saw both sides playing together and against, but we've still, you know, been together. And uh, you learn definitely, like, mannerisms and personalities. So, like, when they're on the court and you see them down, you're like, hey, you know, I know they're down. They may not say it, but you can see it. So you can, it kind of helps us lifting each other up and stuff like that. What? What do you feel like this team can accomplish this year? What's the goal, and what do you feel like you really can do to make that goal happen? Um, obviously, our goal is make it to state. You know, that's kind of been something we've talked about the four years we've been here, and we knew it would be a slow process getting there. But this year's definitely our year, I feel like, to make that run. And it's something we've really been working towards. And, of course, that's everybody's, you know, goal. But uh, – I feel like if we just work together, you know, and continue to improve, that could be something that could happen for us this year. Is it kind of surreal that this is your senior season? <laughs> it is. I know it's one of those things you come freshman year and you're like, oh, that's so far away. But in the blink of an eye, you know, you're here and it's your last chance to meet those goals. So. Well, Abby, wish you the best moving forward this season. Abby Houston, one of our guests today, and we'll come to Emory Barragona. And uh, Emory, I'll ask you that question. What is it? Kind of a surreal thought that this is your senior season of basketball? Um, absolutely. After our first game, I. I had a complete meltdown and coach cram like called me she was like we just won why are you crying and i was like that was my last first game and I, like it it's been really emotional for me i know you don't want to think about this but what do you think it's going to be when it's the last last game i would say that i would be a complete wreck like even if it ends good which we all hope it will it will end bad because like <laughs> like i'll be happy but i'll be like broken <laughs> are you an emotional player on the basketball court yes do your emotions dictate kind of how you play yes i would say so like whenever i'm doing well i would say that i'm really happy and i'm really hyped up but what i need to work on is whenever my shots aren't falling like i still need to be the same like hyped up player so that was what i was going to ask you next is when you're down what do you do to kind of motivate yourself to get back up again I just try really hard to get stops on defense because our coaches always say, like, let your defense, like, lead you into your offense. So whenever my shots aren't falling, I'm just like, okay, I'm just going to get a stop and it's going to be okay. Everybody knows about Emory Barragona in this region, obviously, and you as an offensive player in particular. What about on the defensive side of the court? Are people kind of missing that, or do you feel like you're a good defensive player? I would say that I'm pretty okay at it. Like, I don't <laughs> – I don't I don't guard the best player. Our best defensive player is definitely Grace Baldwin by far. But I would say I try to do my job as, like, the best I can. But definitely I need to work on getting help side more. You can ask Coach Kroom. She would also agree. <laughs> but I would say I'm pretty good. She's nodding her head over yeah. here. So, yeah. <laughs> so uh, when you see this all said and done, and what can this team accomplish? What do you feel like you girls can do? Having been together so long, what would you like to see you all do? I would like to see us make our best run in the state tournament, obviously. Like, we all have the same goals, so – all right, I think you can make it. I, I like this basketball team. Wish you luck moving forward. Thank you. All right, we'll come to our fourth player, Jalen Baldwin. And uh, uh, Jalen, being your season, senior season, have you been as emotional as Emory about it? Well, I'm actually a junior. I'm the only one out of the five of us that I've played with them my whole life. But yeah, but you're, you're like, junior still, so you still yeah. got a year. Yeah, it's still emotional, though, because I've grown up with them, too. Like, all I've played with them, like, as long as – I played up with them as long as I can remember, and it's just like my whole family is just leaving. So, do you do you look up to them as like leaders, maybe like the big sisters? Yes, definitely. 
What you like about your game and what's some areas of growth that you've really worked hard on during your high school career? Um, I definitely, I feel like I've become more efficient and like well-rounded as a post player. Like I, freshman year is like, I was absolutely horrid at defense and <laughs> I've gotten to where like I understand better and sometimes I still get like too focused on my person and not like playing defense with everybody. Right. But I feel like I've definitely gotten better as far as that goes. And being more efficient with post moves, I've definitely gotten better with that too. You mentioned post being a post in this district. There's some good posts in this district. What's that like for you going night in and night out against some really tough competition? Um I mean it's you just definitely have to have confidence in yourself. I used to get like super intimidated and like stressed out about it, but mm-hmm. like you just have to know. I mean, I'm just as good as all of them, and I right. can go in and I can handle myself, and they can handle themselves. It's just like respect. You have to have respect for everybody you're playing against, and understand anybody could. Does that challenge really motivate you now at this point in your career? It definitely does, because I mean, you never want to be thought of as a lesser post player, and it's you know, like I feel like I've. I'm kind of like the underdog in a bunch of situations because I'm not a, I'm not a big post, right. but like playing people that are like taller than me or just bigger than me in general, it's like I have, definitely have something to prove when I go out there. What do you think it's going to be like this time next year when these three have moved on and, and you're kind of that that leader, that one that's still standing? I'm definitely pretty nervous about it. I've never <laughs> really had to be in that role because even in elementary school, I had them because most of us went to elementary school together. I had them to like kind of fall back on. It's just definitely nerve-wracking. Well, Jalen, we wish you the best this year and the year ahead. I know we're focused on this season right now, so let's go get a gold ball, right? Right. All right. Good luck to you, Jalen Baldwin, Emory Barragona, Abby Houston, Georgia Anderson. Ladies, thank you so much for being here. Coach, I'm going to come back to you for just uh, for just a moment, and uh, uh, we'll talk about Tuesday night you get up. Man, I know you've had a couple of losses here in this week against some really, really excellent competition. What are you going to start emphasizing when you go back into practice uh, either today or at the first of the week? Well, you know, the biggest thing is, you know, we'll get back in the gym tomorrow. We always come in on Sunday and we we, we do our shooting routine and our, you know, we kind of treat Sunday as our Monday because, you know, Mondays are never great. And so, but the emphasis, obviously, we'll start talking about Upperman. But right now we really need to be focused on ourselves and kind of address, um, you know, kind of what we're going through on the court right now. And we just have to remember that every every good team goes through this. There are so many highs and lows um, in a season, and you kind of have to ride them both out. And so um, that's going to be the biggest emphasis of just kind of getting back to um, a good rhythm, uh, you know, like Georges and Abby spoke about. And that's our focus right now. As I said earlier, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. And, you know, you, you've got a few legs of the race to go. So, you know, time to kind of get things ironed out. But, but you know, it's tough at the same time when you're playing in a, such a competitive district. It is. And, and you know, the way that it's set up here is, you know, that we need to be playing our best basketball uh, come the district tournament. Right. Obviously, we want to set ourselves up. Uh, to be in a good position um, for the seeding of the district tournament, obviously. So we have to perform well throughout the rest of the the, the games. Um, but we really need to be um, understanding of the fact that we need to be playing our best come district tournament time. All right, Coach Kim Cram Torres of the Cumberland County Lady Jets. Coach, thank you for stopping by this morning. We wish you the best of luck moving forward. Thank you so much for having us. Coach Torres and members of the Cumberland County Lady Jets basketball program joining us here at Chick-fil-A. We'll come back and talk Clay County basketball with Coach Rob Edwards when the high school playbook continues, presented by Mountain Barn Builders.
Bobcats to Tigers. They all get along here. Talking Prep Sports. The High School Playbook. Presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Lake County Bulldogs with another big win over Pinkie County in that long story rivalry, 61-53. 16th straight win for Clay County over Pinkie County in boys basketball. Eaton Arms and Alec Kerr with 12 each. Coach Rob Edwards joining us in the high school playbook. Coach, how good does it feel to get another huge win in this rivalry? Well, it is. I, I, I hope you're correct about that 16 in a row. I'm not really sure. But, um, yeah, it's um, – I mean, I, this is my 23rd year, and ever since I've been here, and I'm sure prior to my arrival, it was uh, it was always marked on our calendar as a rivalry game. So, uh, you know, it's been that way uh, for as long as I've been here, and like I said, as long as uh, folks here can remember. So uh, it's always good, especially when you go on the road there to Birdstown and and able to win because that's one of the most intense atmospheres that we play in all season long. And I think by my count as well, and I heard this yesterday, that uh, these two teams have played, uh, I believe, over 60 times dating back to the year 2000. And uh, you're talking about, you know, two, three, maybe even more matchups a year. Coach, do you feel like that's what's kind of fueled this rivalry? All the meetings you typically play in the postseason, and you're both always competitive? I think so. I think it's just, um, you know, we like you said, year in and year out, you know, we play uh, – uh, I, I can't remember the last season that we only played two times. You know, we've always played in a district championship or a region semifinal or a region championship. And I do remember several years over the past uh, 20 that we've played four times a year. So, uh, you know, we were just one game away in, in 2021 from, from playing uh, five times. <laughs> and we got to, both got to the state semifinals. Coach, you had three starters and double figures last night. Keaton Arms, Alec Kerr with 12 each, Lance Burchett with 10. And I know talking to you earlier in the season, you were talking about it being a scoring by committee type team this year. Was it kind of that balance that really helped you in this basketball game on Friday night? Yeah, it's been that balance that's carried us all season long, Thomas. Just, uh, you know, night in and night out. We have guys like, uh, you know, guys coming off the bench, Lance Birch and Nate Adams, uh, chipping in 10 or 9 or 10 or 12 a piece. And, and any of those starting five guys, they're, they're liable to get that. Wyatt Browning off the bench, you know, he's had a couple double figure games. So, so yeah, it's absolutely what it's been is scoring by committee night in and night out, not just last night, but, uh, you know, through the 13 or 14 games we've played so far. So far, only three losses, and those losses to an undefeated Livingston team, a very good York team, and McCrary Central out of Kentucky, and I know that's a good basketball team as well. Have you been surprised with how well your team has gone out and played and competed, even in your losses? You look at Livingston, that's a game that you were kind of short on personnel there, but have you been overall just totally pleased with your team's performance throughout the season? I have, you know, looking at it as a whole, yeah, absolutely. I've been pleased with our with our effort night in, night out, our ability to uh, score around the basket and you know utilize our big guys. That's uh, something that we that obviously I haven't had uh, a lot of over the years. So uh, being able to have those guys and and then on the defensive end, being able to create a few turnovers uh, uh, with our guards and and get out in transition and, and get some easy baskets. So, uh, so yeah, as a whole, I, I think, um, you know, obviously we have some things we need to get better at, but uh, as a whole, I'm, I'm pretty pleased with us. 
We're speaking with Clay County Boys Head Basketball Coach Rob Edwards on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, you mentioned defense. Is that something that's been a little more emphasized this year? And maybe it's something that's always emphasized, but your team looks like you put up some pretty good defensive performances throughout the years. That's something that maybe you have put some more focus on this season. We have, and, and, you know, traditionally over the past several years, we've been just strictly a man-to-man team. We, we're playing a, a little more zone and some different looks and things and, and, and trying to get some of these uh, these really good athletes that I have, uh, you know, in position where they can they can make plays on the basketball and uh, not necessarily just sit down and stay in front of somebody for 32 minutes. So uh, so we've done a few things. We've tweaked it a little bit, and, uh, you know, some things have worked and some things we've ran a couple times. We said, well, no, we're not going to go back to that. That <laughs> didn't look good, but uh, yeah, uh, defensively, you know, I, I, you know, night in, night out, uh, it's always been my philosophy. That that's the end that the games are won on. So uh, uh, we try to focus on that as much as we can. I want to say special thanks to all of our guests for joining us on this week's edition of the High School Playbook. We thank Bobby McWilliams and members of the Upperman basketball team for stopping by to be with us today. Coach Kim Cram Torres, members of the Cumberland County Lady Jets basketball team. Also, we want to thank Brandy Alley, Linus Martin, and Rob Edwards. We'll wrap up from Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive when the High School Playbook continues, delivered by Mountain Barn Builders. The High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. The Upper Cumberland's high school players and coaches gather here. A couple of border battles going on on this Saturday with DeKalb County at Warren County. White County playing at Van Buren County Tuesday night. Uh, some games to catch up will be York Institute at Clay County, Upperman at Cumberland County, White County will be at Livingston Academy. Our studio producer this morning is Jake Wallman, our on-site producer Elizabeth Fortune. For this week's edition of the High School Playbook, I'm Tom Duggan. The High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders, constructing storage buildings of all sizes for your backyard. The perfect shed. Added storage from Mountain Barn Builders. Online at mountainbarnbuilders.com. Or see your building up close. Highway 127. Get the scouting report on all the week's prep action. Online now. UCSportsNation.com.